Hey guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Dave. We're an upstart podcast talking about a wide range of topics, specifically technology, current events, and generally anything we find interesting. Josh and I are from a small town in southwest Kansas, and we've shared a lot of experiences together from working on oil rigs to pro wrestling in the St. Louis area. But this is not an oil rig podcast, and this sure as hell isn't a wrestling podcast. Think of this as a way to take your mind off the daily grind and let us expand your dome with some knowledge. With that being said, we'd like to make sure that your seat backs and tray tables are in a full an upright position, that your seat belt is correctly fastened, and all your personal belongings are stowed and secure. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with Limitless One Studio. So what do you got? Because I could just keep doing this and make more money. Yeah. Where, like tech jobs? Yeah. Where at? Uh, one of them is, uh, shit, I forgot the name. Hold on. Let me let me give you the name. Did, is this from your LinkedIn? Yeah. See what social, the, the, the benefits of social media do for you? I don't, I still don't have a Facebook. <laughs> what you the a, fuck? Do you have a Twitter? No. I, I just got an Instagram. <laughs> you have an Instagram? I have an Instagram. I what? Posted, I posted like three things on it. What? <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's it's my email address, VollingerChuck0 at Gmail. Is that at gmail.com? Yeah. All right, I'm going to look you up real quick. So Varsity Tutors uh, was the most recent, and they offered me a, a forty to $45,000 job doing what I do now and I said you got to pay me more a lot of them a lot of them are contract work this was the first mm. one that was full time like full time full benefits will whoa oh, that popped up oh yeah I don't know who that is that's not me <laughs> if you got that on Bollinger Chuck we're something's wrong <laughs> Do you have an alias on here? Or is it <laughs> Maybe my arms are bigger than I thought. <laughs> is, is it Charles, Charles Bollinger? <laughs> BollingerChuck0 at gmail.com. Yeah, what, what is your alias? What's your handle? Yeah, well, hold on, Dave. Let me look on my phone. Bollinger? V-O-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. That's Victor Oscar Echo. I don't need you to spell it for me. Charles Volinger. Nothing comes up. Well, I, I let I me got see. One. Let me see the damn thing. No, I don't need to see your pictures. I just need to see. Oh, that page. You. So uh, your profile right here. Volinger. Chuck Zero. Volinger Chuck Zero. That's what I told you. No, you didn't. I said VollingerChuckZero at gmail.com. Right there. I, yeah, it popped up for me. Yeah, it's got a picture of me. One Sunday, my motivation was pretty low, and I have this good luck Chuck shirt on, and then it's got a picture of me and Amy. Well, why are you... Why haven't you... Why? Are you, first of all, why are you private, and why haven't you told me about this? <laughs> I, I sent the request. <laughs> I sent the request, too. Dave, uh, first of all... Here's Bollinger the thing. Chuck Zero. Yeah. 
first of all, here's the thing. Um, I don't social media, like, whatsoever. Well, you, you do. <laughs> Facebook <though>. doesn't <laughs> exist. You do, though. It Jeff. doesn't exist. There's no Facebook. Here's, well, it, one, here's uh, one you ought to follow. I should follow her. Oh, wait, I already do. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. That's a good one to follow. Yeah. Oh, Elon. Elon Musk. I I'm do following that. several people in my... Oh, two follow requests. Probably Here we go. Right? Confirm, confirm. There we go. Follow, follow. I follow a lot of fitness chicks. Yeah, I've noticed that one. That one you posted there that hit it caught me off guard. That was Brooke, Brooke, Brooke Ince. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She's in that CrossFit documentary. She's uh-huh. a big CrossFitter. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow her. So that picture just popping up first thing when I open Instagram kind of caught me off guard. All right, so we've been recording. Um, well, I mean, everything I know about working out thus far, other than strength training, Dave has taught me. I mean, <laughs> and I don't know much. I, I worked out in strength training for football, but that was a completely different. It, it's a hundred percent different, right? Because you're you're from uh, you're you're from St. Louis all your life, right? South County. Grew up here. Yeah, I went to Manhappiness. That's what went Dave was saying. Yeah, <laughs> you're on the chess club. I've, I've been to Salina. I've been to fucking Wichita. I've been all over Kansas. Atchison, Augusta. Whoa. What do you think of the Flatlands? Coffeeville. What do you think of the Flatlands? Derby. What do you think of the Flatlands, Kansas? (laughs) I mean, Kansas is a fucking fantastic state. It really is. My time in Kansas, I would not replace with anything else. You like it better than Missouri? No. No? No. You prefer... Shut up, Pope. I definitely spent my time in Kansas. We used to shoot camels with pellets and paintballs. <laughs> That's got to be illegal. I, I, I did not know that farmers literally in Kansas used camels. I didn't what, know that What either. the hell do they use those for? They don't use them where we're from. Well, so camels eat weeds. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Okay. That's the same thing they use anything for. Like cows? Yeah. And, and so, like, they would plant their crops... And just let camels roam. And the camels would literally eat the weeds and not the crops. And they got a little bonus because... We would shoot them. So it was fantastic. They would shoot themselves and run around. Money-wise, they get get money for that because they're in... You know, you get a raise endangered, whatever the fuck. Or, you know, for importing them and and keeping them. But, I mean, it's, it's fucking Kansas. There's... I've been all over Kansas. I've been to plenty of small towns. I've been to Wichita State University. and You've been to Montezuma? I've not been to Montezuma, but I've been to Augusta. Augusta. That's is, yeah, that's like a suburb of Wichita. It's, it's a suburb oh, of yeah. Wichita. Um, well, I've been Wichita to Derby. Mean. Yeah, which is right around Wichita, too. Coffeeville, which is on the other side, southeast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I know roughly what you're talking about. I've been to a small town Kansas. Yeah, I don't know if you've been to. The, I don't know if town. I've been to that small of a town, <laughs> but I've been to small town Kansas. I can appreciate it. Did you? Okay, so like whenever you were out uh, in those smaller towns, did you notice how the country roads would be like a mile apart? So that that's one of the things Dave and I had conversations. We carpool to work. We would have conversations about that, and no. That's even in Manhattan that did not exist. Yeah. But uh, so apparently when you get out into the smaller towns that's how it rolls. Yeah. Yeah, that yep. is. 
Like uh, that's how you know you're in small town. And you small would just town, I mean in where where I was from, you could just drive if you want to go there, you just drop you see it and you drive in that direction and find a way there. Right. That's anywhere in Kansas. But it's fucking flat yeah. as hell. Yep. But where we're from, there's a grid map to get you there. If you know in which direction it is at, you can literally go Oh, okay, well, I'll go four roads this way and five, you know, because that's four miles, and sure. and five roads this way, and that's five miles, and you'll be close. When I was in Kansas, we just saw it and would navigate there. I mean, yeah. it was it was one of those things that, uh, I mean, in in college, you just didn't think about it. You were like, we want to go there. Well, we'll just drive over there. Yeah, <laughs> make a right here, make a left there. We didn't, we didn't really you, you, think about. You didn't have to go. All right, we got to take this exit, which connects to this exit. Yeah. But you got to slow down here because it bottlenecks. You got to believe get over it or not. Early. GPS did not exist when I was in college. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got my first cell phone when I was in college, and it was one of those Nokia handheld phones. GPS didn't exist. It literally did not exist. <laughs> so in Kansas, you would just look and go. We're gonna go over there. Well, you'd get out. Your, you'd whip out your map, right? You we didn't to... even need a map. You could just. The joke yeah. was, how do you know if your dog runs away? You could see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember the map quest days, though. Like if I if I didn't know where I was going, I would map quest it, and then I would print out the directions or. Like well, that was close to the end of my college. I mean, but you, yeah. you guys have to remember. You didn't have map quest. I started college in. The year of our Lord, 1996. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I started college, the internet was cool. Yeah, just just, just starting. Me. You could ASCII was big, so you could you could draw a, a picture of your dog in ASCII. A <laughs> smart man would have made something on the internet at that time. Yeah, maybe a smart man. Maybe. Well, that, well, that's when they. That's when all these rich motherfuckers from the internet got did their thing. That was when I... Right during that time. I think 96 was when I got my first computer, actually. Windows 95. I was too busy playing Hover. Windows 95? Holy shit. Well, Josh was a DJ in high school. Well, yeah. I I got my first computer in in the 90s, (laughs) the early 90s. I had a a 286 DX. Was that a Mac? Uh, No. The the iMac still had not come out, so that was before the invention of Macs. Yeah, yeah. the the only The only Mac that existed was the Apple IIe with the five and a quarter floppies, <laughs> and you could play Oregon Trail on yes. that motherfucker <laughs> in green and black with Dig Dug. Did you conquer Oregon Trail? Oh, I conquered that shit like nobody's business. Well, you like all those old timey games, don't you? What's Dave, your favorite What's your favorite game? You know what? When, not 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 current game. We're talking like when, like when I was time. growing up. Yeah. When I was growing up, I had an uncle that was six years older than me, um, and so my dad and his brother are, are both in pretty close to their seventies. And their real father died, and their mother remarried, and that's that's my grandpa now. Okay, and he had a son with my grandmother. Uh, they actually lost a son. Before that, um, but they had a son, and he's about six years older than me. He is a partner at an uh, accounting firm here locally in St. Louis. But before that, he lived in Overland Park and was uh, the comptroller at the Nazarene Publishing House. I mean, this guy is 
The creme de la creme? I, I consider myself the smarter, Donald Trump of smarter than the average bear. I got uh, 32 on my ACTs, okay? I, I And I took it once and I fell asleep. And I, I still got a 32, okay? Uh-huh. So re- my reading and comprehension, I was guessing and spelling out words after I finished everything else. And, and I still got a 32. And my uncle is far smarter than I am. So I, I would consider him the, the right next thing close to genius. Guy is super intelligent. <laughs> um, but my dad's younger brother, he's... 20, 30 years younger than my dad, just a couple years older than I am. His kids are off and, and going to college. Um, name's, name's Mark. Uh, his, his wife is Tara, and they have, they have two beautiful kids. Um, but super awesome. I mean, I don't. just fantastic family. Does that tie into your favorite game of all time? What, give me that. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. So when I was younger, I would get a lot of his hand-me-downs. So I got his Atari 2600. I got, you know, at, at, so and in television, an Odyssey. The, these things that were <laughs> just invented that they had already purchased, I got those. Yeah. So yeah, I had an Atari 2600. Um, probably my favorite all-time video game. What is it called? Pong? Oh, I played Pong in fucking the Dairy Queen. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if you guys ever even remember what it was like to go to an arcade. I don't know if yeah. they existed. They had an arcade in, when I was growing up in my little town. It only stayed open for about, like, maybe six months, but, yeah, they had one. I mean, I, I definitely, definitely remember arcades, but I had... I would say my favorite video game of all time is probably... Top Gun for the NES. Top Gun? Oh, man. Oh, I did. I played that when one. When you land on the aircraft yes. carrier? Landing, that's the hardest part of the game. That oh, landing. my God. That was one. That that was the one game I actually liked, and I completely forgot about it until you said that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I only got to play it for like a couple, you know, I played all, a couple hours. Like Duck Hunt, and I played all the games. Oh, yeah. I had an NES, a Super NES. My friends had a Sega Genesis, a Sega Dolphin, a Sega Dreamcast. I mean, I Neo Geo. I literally had friends, Damn, and we each Neo would Geo. get a different video game system because we'd go to each other's house, yeah. you know. And and we were all relatively close. It was it was a different time then because my parents would say, "Come home when the streetlights come on," and parents don't do that for kids today they don't teach them responsibility they think that there's somebody trying to get them in the bushes well yeah well they they very well could be it's it's the fucking news media the the people fake news the the people are doing (laughs) people are doing the same thing they did as in the 1800s I I mean kids are the same you have to teach them responsibility you gotta give them chores you gotta you gotta give them responsibility right you know yeah alright well you're going to go out here and trim the grass. Well, yeah, you're going to have to follow them up, but you still have to teach them. <laughs> right. That you still have to teach them that this is, it's your responsibility. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to take out the trash or, or do whatever it is that right. you assign your, your children to do. You have to teach them. When you guys were younger, you had those responsibilities. Did you not? Well, yes. Small did, town yeah. Kansas. But, all right. When right. the sun goes down, you're coming home, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that that yeah. is literally how how it was. Wow. He played outside. All the parents knew who you were. I'd say not only that, but being that it was a small town, if my mom wanted to get a hold of me, she would just step outside and whistle. Yeah, and I could hear it clear across. Yeah, right? you could hear it anywhere in town. If you Th- could, this is the type of small town we are from. If you could, <laughs> she would call the other parents, and they'd say they're over here at the lake. Yeah, yeah. and that's why, and she would go to where you could hear her. Yep. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> my neighborhood was the same way. My parents knew all the other parents, all the other kids. They, they and they would just. Whew. All right, if you can't hear me, Wait, great. You, can you whistle? <laughs> I, I can't do the. the I can't the do that one either. Yeah. You can't. Uh, no, I can't. Oh man! <laughs> All right, but uh, anyway, so <laughs> so, but your favorite game? We got off that. We still Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, oh, we trailed man. off that, and then Maverick. I forgot, and then we like started talking Ice about man. Val Kilmer. My boss, Val Kilmer, and Tom Cruise. And that one guy from ER. Oh, yeah, Anthony Edwards. Yeah! When I was a kid... He was fucking goose. Died. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a fighter pilot because of that movie. Yeah. Well, Probably wore a Bugle Boy fighter jacket because that was (laughs) in. No. I I wanted one. I wanted one, but I... My parents... When I was growing up, my family was poor, so... And also, I was very restricted. Like, I didn't get to watch Power Rangers... When I was a kid, that was probably past your time. But you know, Power Rangers was past my time. But I'll tell you what. So here's here's a story about about my youth. My father was had a fantastic job. Uh, when he got out of the military, he was a, he was a baker all his life. He graduated from high school and got a job as a baker. And then uh, Vietnam, he got drafted in the military. He was he was a baker, a cook in the military. And he got out of the military after Vietnam. He was lucky enough to not ever get sent over to Vietnam. So he was always stateside. Okay? And I think most of that was due to his cooking talent. Because, I mean, the, the higher-up officers liked what he cooked. So, right. and, and that's that's so that, where that, I get it wait, from. He, he was a cook in the military? He was a cook in the military. Oh, I didn't know that. And so when he got out of the military, he got a job at Kroger Bakery. And in um, 1976, he was making $600 a week. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. Damn good, yeah. But now, now think about what we make now. Yeah. And that was 76. And yeah. think about how much further the dollar right. stretched. Oh yeah. Okay, and I he made that, that all the way up until the middle 80s. Yeah. Okay, he worked 25 years at Kroger's. Which is Dylan's. Wait, 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 wait. That's I, I apologize. He worked 23 yeah. years at Kroger's. Because at 25 years, he would have been able to retire and get his pension. And at 23 years, Dylan's bought Kroger's out. And my father read that he didn't have a job in the paper. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And, and so my dad, who had only been a baker his entire life, <clears throat> didn't know how to do anything else. Didn't, just didn't, that was a skill. I mean, that, that, that's where I get it from. I, I can cook. Anything you want, ask ask Dave. I anything I touch in the kitchen is going to turn to gold. Well, yeah, you were a sous chef, right? <sighs> right. How, how long were you a sous chef for? Uh, probably about three years. That's it. Three years. I thought three years, and then uh, I've been a kitchen manager for several well-known restaurants. Uh, Drunken Fish, Pasta House. Uh, well, three we're olives. from Kansas, so we don't know any of these places. Do you know any of these places? Pasta House sounds familiar. 
Yeah. Drunken Fish is a few blocks down the road if you like sushi. No, hate sushi. I don't like fish. I've tried it once, and I found that the only, like, the only way to make it good is to make it not as healthy. <laughs> what smother it in ranch? Well, not ranch, but like just smother it in some type of sauce. Well, yeah, something. I see that you've been mixing tuna and applesauce. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I'll t- I'll tell you what to cover your tuna in. <clears throat> there you go. Take <clears throat> you can take kewpie mayo, which is Japanese mayo, or you can take American mayonnaise. All right. Okay. Take your American mayonnaise, equal parts American mayonnaise and sriracha. All right. Okay. And then put some lemon juice. All right. And a little bit of milk. Hmm. Shake it up on a squirt bottle, or whatever you got. Stir it up in a bowl, and drizzle it over your tuna. I promise you, you will do that from now on. There you go. Yeah. Kewpie mayonnaise is Japanese mayonnaise, and it's yolk heavy. American mayonnaise is made with, well, mayonnaise in general is made with whipped eggs, all right? And then they pasteurize it. So it's whipped eggs and olive oil. And so the Japanese version of it is egg yolks and oil. And so it's just heavy. That's like you telling me that uh, Ted and Drew's isn't actual ice cream. It's not. It's It's custard. And what was the difference between that? Yeah, we got into, we got into a huge so, discussion. So, this. the difference between ice cream and custard is one is made with dairy products and uh, one is made with egg products. So, if you're lactose intolerant, you can eat custard all you want, which is Ted Drew's. You can go to Ted Drew's as long as you don't get whipped cream, and you can eat that shit because left and right. They make it with eggs instead of milk. eggs and sugar. Eggs and sugar oh. instead of milk and what? Well, so so milk custard is is a traditional French, like traditional classic right, cooking right. French. Um, chefs prepare custard. What they do is they take custard and sugar and whip them over a double boiler until it gets to that consistency. So if you want to make frozen custard, you do the same thing. You whip it and then you freeze it. Okay. So, well, then what's a concrete? A concrete. Yeah. Well, at Ted Drew's? Well, no, like just in in general. Like, well, I don't know. I'm not so sure. at Dairy Queen... It's like, so yeah, some type of ice cream or something. No, at Dairy Queen, the concrete is just a whipped ice cream until it's thick enough. At Ted Drew's, oh. it's custard. Okay. So the concrete refers to the fact that they can turn it upside down and it's not going to fall gotcha. off. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And that's supposed to taste better or something? Well, it's just thicker. Just it's just you can say, oh, we can turn it up and it won't fall out of the cup. Yeah. That's Great. That's a, a selling point. We can go to Montezuma and they can kick harder. It's a selling point. They can't kick harder. <laughs> oh boy! So you, so you were a sous chef for three years, restaurant manager for ten. What did you? So in high school, you said we've discussed this before, but you were a, a chess player, didn't you? Didn't you? Weren't you telling me you you went to state or how, actually, you did well? Yeah. In chess? Um. So I played football for four years and. Um, my sophomore year in high school, I, I got into um, a class that I really couldn't handle. It was uh, literature. And it's not that I can't read or that I don't understand. It's that I don't like it. You don't right? like reading? So I don't want to read Oliver Twist. All right? I, I could, but uh-huh. I just don't want to because it doesn't fucking interest me. Sure. That makes it makes sense. Yeah, it's not that I'm stupid or something, but I could read any other number of books that would interest me. Well, I had to read a bunch of books that didn't interest me. 
It just so happened that Don Drysdale was the man that taught me. He was Jewish, and he was the teacher of the chess club. So I said, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to butter this guy up, <laughs> and I'm going to get a good grade. And it just so happened that I did. Um, so <clears throat> my, my sophomore year of high school, I joined the chess club. And I lost. <laughs> I lost every single match that I played that year. I was O and like thirteen or O and twelve. It, it was something ridiculous. I lost ridiculously, and I got literature two within the next year. I got I got a B plus the first year, and the second year I got literature two, and I was like, well, all right, well, we'll just keep doing this. What just so happened? My junior year in high school, I won every single match I played. Every single one. Now, did you go to state or did you get a trophy? I, took, or how, I don't know. I don't know how that works. So yes. In in answer to your question, I took first place in the uh, division that we were in, and I there's no state in in but there is a state. So in you chess. like you won the big tournament. Like there's well, nobody that could beat you. No, no, no. So there's a state in chess, but I didn't go to that because well, it was it? it was. You had to drive to go there. It was like in Jefferson City, and I didn't you want to didn't drive. You didn't know how over. to drive? Well, no, I did, but I didn't want to. Oh, you were just but there saying, was ah. a tournament. There was a tournament in St. Louis. It was an all ages tournament. Uh huh. And I I went into that. Uh huh. Okay, so all ages tournament. I took fifth place in the entire state of Missouri. Hmm. I beat a grandmaster. Now now. <laughs> <laughs> that may that's, not, that's impressive. May, I mean, may it sounds cool. like it's the fucking Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That's, but, that's what I immediately thought of. But here's 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 the thing. It's like a as like a 16 year old kid. I beat someone that is essentially equivalent to Bobby Fischer. I know who that is. I don't know who that is. They made a movie about him. He's like the chess god. Basically. Oh, nice. He's the best United States chess player like, ever. He he goes and plays ever. Better. Awesome chess players. So Michael Phelps. Yeah. Bobby Fischer is better than him at oh, chess. Oh, I don't know, but really? Yeah. But you didn't beat Bobby Fish. You beat Fisher. No, I don't know. Bobby Fischer disappeared in Turkey because he didn't want to play anymore because he didn't agree with the U.S. Chess Federation rules. Oh. Okay, but I beat someone with a similar ranking, like a guy that maybe played Bobby Fischer at some. Well, point. no. So in in chess, like okay, in baseball. As a batter, you have a batting average. As a pitcher, you have an ERA, okay? So if I'm a batter in baseball and I get a hit every four times a bat, I have a certain batting average, okay? Yeah. Well, chess does the same thing, but they take into account how good the pitcher is. Oh, okay. So if the pitcher has a 1.4 ERA and you get a hit off of him, you get extra credit, (laughs) okay? So a grandmaster, so a master has a 2,000 rating, all right? And a grandmaster has a 2,500 rating. And my highest rating was like 1,970. So you destroyed this fucking guy's rating by beating him? No. Because? I mean, he dropped from like 2,700 to like 2,500, hmm. which, is, which is enough to almost drop him out of grandmaster. But. Well, then why aren't you playing chess now? I mean, I still do. Do you? Yeah. Like online or? Uh huh. Well, you don't have a computer. You I've got a phone. smartphone. Yeah, you just upgraded <laughs> your smartphone. I have a phone. Nice. How long I- did you have your previous phone before that one? Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you own a computer? I do not own a computer. Do you, he works. 
You work at a help desk and you don't own a computer. I, I work in tech support and I do not own a computer. That is correct. Uh, have you got a wild hair to to want to go get a computer? Nah, not really. I need. Uh, uh, so my girlfriend just recently got a job. Oh, nice. Yeah. So maybe in a couple of months I'll be able to afford a computer. You gonna build your own computer? I've never done anything but. I don't trust anybody else. Yeah, like I mean, Dell. You could just go get a cheap used Dell. I mean, I, I don't trust anybody else. You gonna get a laptop or a desktop? Probably gonna get a desktop. What uh, what processor are you gonna get? Uh, in all honesty, Intel or AMD. In all honesty, I'm gonna have to look at that. More than likely, I'll get an AMD, but I have to look at because I want to make a Hackintosh. Yeah. You really want to make a Hackintosh? I, I do, just to say that I can. Yeah. Um, mostly not because I like Macs, but just Macs are of just it. completely stupid. <laughs> if, if I wanted an asinine computer that wouldn't let me do a bunch of stuff, I'd buy a Mac for <laughs> two times the price. <clears throat> well, if you had an iPhone, you could you could send your text messages from well, it. I could have bought an iPhone for two times the price. It would have done the same thing that my phone now does. You probably could have got the older iPhone for roughly the same. Yeah, I, I probably could have. But why? iPhones don't let you do what you want. Superior engineering, better software. You know, it's it's like not that. superior <laughs> engineering. It's not better software. It's computers for dummies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, no. In in all essence, there's an argument there. I have a computer right here. I, yeah. I, I'm going to put it to you this way: If yeah. I buy a Windows PC and mm-hmm. I want to make a Hackintosh, I can do it. Right. Can you make a hack in Windows? From a from an Apple, you don't. Well, yeah. No, you yes, can't. You, you install Boot Camp on it. You can't. You can they dual boot. Yeah. They they built it into their operating system. They help you oh, with it. Oh yeah 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 yeah. They, they, Fantastic. I'm serious. They, yeah. they, they, it's called Boot Camp. It's a feature install. <laughs> it's a feature install. Those are expected results. <laughs> it's, it's. Did you turn it off and turn it back on again? <laughs> It's a feature built into the operating <laughs> system. I'm not kidding about that. Like if you if you search on Amy's computer for boot camp, it'll say, Do you want to install Windows? Yes. Do you want to have the option when you start your computer to select Windows or Mac? Well, if it's such a superior computer, why would you have that option? I'm not saying it's superior. I'm saying that it's different and some people prefer it. Linux I, I don't believe can run both. Run both what? Windows and Macintosh. I mean, so is does that mean Linux is superior? What do you mean it can run both? How do you, what? well Linux can be specced to run both a Mac and a Windows PC? What do you mean run so on it, that run if, on that hardware? Yeah, if if I want to make a Hackintosh, you can't buy a Linux computer. They don't sell them. Oh, it's an because, operating system. because it's an operating system. Right. Right. So why is what the Linux? Fuck are you talking? Why about? is Linux not superior to both Android and iPhone? Well, I'm am su- sure there's a large group of people out there that probably think it is. We could just run OS2 Warp from the 90s. Hey, tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tidbit. I I have Linux installed as well. I have them all three. So I'm not I'm not saying that either one's better. I do have my preference, but. I'm just saying none of them are junk. You know, Windows isn't junk. Mac OS isn't junk. Linux I'm saying Mac junk. OS is junk. Because yes, it's, I know. It's, it's computers for dummies. It, literally what they did mm. is 
they took an OS and said you cannot you cannot modify this or customize this. You cannot come up with your own apps because we know better than you. But you so can. you just click one button. So I, I will tell you this: installing a printer on a Mac is simpler. Yeah. Because you click on a button. Yeah, it's but a lot simpler. You cannot configure that printer the way you want because they took that option away from you. They uh, said you're an idiot. We know better than you. Actually, actually, there's there's quite a bit of an enjoyment you might get out of that because there are ways to, to do it. You just have to dig for them. My girlfriend it, has a MacBook. In Windows, in Windows, it in Windows, it's just a checkbox. Do you want to do this? Checkbox. Do you want to do this? Checkbox. All the options are listed for you. On a Mac, you've got to go fishing for it. So you gotta say, all right, I want to do this. Let's go figure out how to do it. And then you know, either you've got to write some sort of a script, or it's just a hidden. You know, it's I not could right write on a script the, on a Windows PC. Yeah. A batch file. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Right. So <laughs> Windows PCs are totally customizable, yeah. and Macs are not. You can write a script for a Mac. I, okay. In fact, I have a pretty good script. If you get a Lenovo X250, mm-hmm. you can download it on it, and you can run my script, and it'll install macOS for you. I've got an app on my phone that you cannot install on an iPhone. What is it? My GMC. <laughs> it's for my car. Yeah. And you, you can't download it on an iPhone Why because not? it's not compatible. They didn't. The, so that's the so, that's the software engineers. Okay. They didn't build it for it. So my point is, why not? I don't know. Who knows? Well, that come no, that comes down to uh, like the the Apple Store. They won't approve it. They, yeah, they have to approve yeah. every app that goes on. Yeah. The so store. they're smarter than you. They know more than you. So you can't just say I want to download this. You yeah, but I, I could. I could just download I, this on my phone. I can do that. I'm gonna argue, whether it's a virus I, or not. I have an argument there because m- more people build apps for iOS than they do Android. That's just because the and iPhone they're more is stable. A, iPhone's a more popular phone. Yeah, right. That's why. And they're all on the same, they're all on the same firmware. They're all up to date. Right. That Android's probably not running the most recent version of Android. I don't know what Android version it's running. Let's find it's out. It's not the newest one. Let's find out. Yours probably is. Yeah, this one is because this is straight from Google. Yeah. So it, it gets the push like yeah. right but, when it comes but, out. And, but and uh, here's another here's another tidbit. It's not running genuine. The Android operating system, how it was built. Right. They they take it and they modify it so it'll work on their phone. Well, each carrier has a different version of Android running six. on right. phone. I'm running six. Is that the most? I don't know. Six point zero point one. I don't think it is. I think they're on like eight. I'm gonna check right now. Uh, Android version six point zero point one. Android 7.1.2. See? See? what I tell you? Chuck, see? So you're so here in a couple years, you're not going to be able to get those apps. In eight years. Yeah, in eight years. <laughs> I had my first, I had a, a Samsung Galaxy S3 for eight years. Well, I, I still have all And the only reason phones. I got a new phone is because it literally broke. Like it yeah. wouldn't, nothing would turn on. Yeah. Well, we could, I would have kept that phone. We could literally argue about operating systems all fucking day. But I wanted to talk a little bit about your degree because you have a degree in what? Architecture. Architecture. But you you never pursued it after getting the degree, right? No. When I went into college, it was one of the fastest growing fields. When so I got did, out of college, so, so when you when you picked it, did you did you find like a list and you were like, 
All right. Statistically, if I go to school for this, I'm going to be well off. Because nope. everybody needs it. Not at all. Or were you just like, this is something I really want to do? When I was in high school, I liked to draw. I liked computers. And architecture embodied both of those things. And not only did I learn how to draw, I took several classes on art. I took several classes on history, history of buildings, art history. I took several classes on computers, engineering. So, um, But I also... Which a lot of people don't realize. I took several classes on uh, public speaking, like oratory classes. Because what an architect does... So you could probably cut a hell of a a wrestling promo, huh? What an architect does is (laughs) he sells his idea to people. Right. Somebody comes... So let's say, Dave or Josh, you come to me and you say, I have an idea for this building. This is what we want to do. And we want it to look like this. I take a look at that and go... Well, this is never going to work from an engineering standpoint because I took the classes. I know that if I push this hard with the wind on this point of the building that this is going to fall over. And I can do all of the math to figure that out. So I say, well, if we push here on that wind with a wind vector on on this point of the building, it's going to fall over. So this will never stand. So what I have to do is then convince you to go with my idea. Yeah, you're you're selling your idea. Right, I guess. Well, so I took a bunch of oratory classes. Yeah. So I could sell fucking ketchup popsicles to a fucking Eskimo with white gloves. <laughs> well, and you did do that. You you worked at an appliance. I did. You were you sell, you were selling appliances right before. Uh the most I ever sold in an entire month was two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars worth of appliances. What, kind, what kind of kick? What kind of paycheck was that? At the time, I was receiving commission. It was. Just under four grand. So that's not horrible. That's not horrible. But the company that I was working for changed their pay structure. And instead of me getting a percentage commission, they said, We're going to give you $5. Doesn't matter if the stove is worth 10 grand or 100 bucks. We're just going to give you five bucks. And I said, Whoop, see ya. <laughs> and then you landed at IntelliTeach? Landed at IntelliTeach. I sold the company on me. <laughs> I said, Guess what? I know CAD. I know computers. I know Office. I can do this. I'm smart. Well, it's you know, and and I, I know limited programming. I mean, I know Java and HTML. Well, and your bag of well, I was going to say your bag of tools is, you know, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it. Just kind of all the stuff that you you know, it's not a common bag of tools. You know, like most people can can fix the toilet, and then they can you know. You know, they know how to work on a mower, but they don't, they wouldn't necessarily know. You know, people that know how to do that don't know how to write a program or, you know, at least understand the basis of I mean, it. I, I took engineering physics. Right. So, you know, I can do your calculus three homework in an hour. So, you, you know, you, and plus, you know, basic computer programming languages. Yeah. I took you know. Java, I took HTML. Um, I, I went through some basic Python programming with you for yeah. like couple of weeks and i was like dave this it's is all, all basic bullshit i was like you just gotta relearn the commands yeah it's all the I, well, same that that's the first time i'd ever done it i never i'd never you know i never tried to learn language well and, and so like c plus plus and html or uh-huh. java they're, they're so similar yeah object oriented well program. and and yeah. even the some of the commands are the same and you're like well Mom, but I just have to learn a few new commands, and I still know how to do this. Yeah, Josh went to school for, or you, I yeah. guess, yeah, you got a C sharp. Yeah, for I C sharp. C sharp, HTML. Uh, 
I mean, like JavaScript comes along with that, basically. Yeah. But uh, it, it was mostly mostly programming the back end of like a data heavy website, like sure. SQL. Just made an applet and hooked it up to a database. Right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Not not a lot of people. Like most people, that's fucking rocket science. To them. Well, the reason why the the commands are so similar is because. A lot of those languages are branched off of one language. Mm-hmm. Like uh, C sharp, it came from I think it was C originally, and like where did C come from? Probably like HTML. No, HTML is completely different. HTML well, is a sub language of Java, and Java is like a branch of C plus plus. Okay. And C plus plus is engineering software. Okay. And yeah. so when I went to school, C plus plus was something we had to learn for engineering. Because as an architect, yep. you can't design a building and say, well, we don't know if it's going to stand up. You can't do that. What do you need C++ for to do that? Are you writing out like the structure of it? Yes. Is that what C++ does? It well, allows you to make 3D things or what? C++ will do a lot of things. All right. And it's so not, it's not like a it's not like a machine language type thing like Python where, you know, not, not really a machine language, but like uh where you're saying I want to when this happens I want to move this here. It's not that. It's more like I want No, to it's exactly that. Oh, okay. So C++ when I was in high school, I used C++ to program a a drill to make a, a nameplate like like a placard. You know those placards that have your name on them? Yeah. Okay. Well, so like I use C like et to etch a, a right, placard. Right. So I use C++ to program a drill to program the letters of my name into a placard. Like you would, you you built a program that would you would type your name in, and the the program mm-hmm. would do it. Oh, that's pretty cool. So uh, C plus plus does exactly what you're talking about. But what the hell do you need that for engineering for? Like, how does it tie into engineering? Well, or not or architecture, I should say. But that's, that's it's one in the same thing. Fantastic thing. question. Architecture and engineering are not the same. Well, they're similar. Architecture is about design and feng shui and making things work for the end user. Okay? Engineering is all about saying, well, that's not going to stand up. Right. It's the numbers of things. It's like the, It's the logic behind the architecture. Okay. So, so if I want to have a house, all right, and my house sits over a waterfall, like Frank Lloyd Wright's falling water. Mm-hmm. And, and I want it to sit 25 feet on a cantilever over the waterfall. And, Wait, and what's a cantilever? It means it hangs out unsupported for 25 feet. Okay. So from here, this is the last support, and this is all unsupported for 25 feet. And it right. just hangs out. There's nothing underneath of it. You could fly underneath of it with a helicopter. There's no supports anywhere. I want to do that. Engineering tells you how to do that. Math. Like it'll say, if you build it this way, you have to have a sport here, here, and here. Well, and uh, okay, so let's and it has let's to be this wide. Let's break this down. So if I want to do that, am I going to use concrete or am I going to use steel beam? Well, all right, concrete has compressive strength, and steel has both tensile and compressive strength. So let's say we want to use steel. Well, then we have to use uh, rivets and welds. Do we use field welds? Do we use rivets? And if so, how much force does this rivet, this individual rivet, I need six of them. How much does that rivet have to hold? Uh, Yeah, how much does one rivet hold? Well, so we took the math to learn how to do that. It's called statics and dynamics. But that was like more engineering math. So you, like, 
Yeah, you, we took you, engineering classes because we were architects. So, so really, to be an engineer, you wouldn't have to take a whole lot more schooling, or would it be a whole different? I would set? have to take more schooling because it gets more in depth. Because the architectural side of it just covers the basics. Like, okay, just enough to say that won't work because this, this, and this. Instead of going, you know, really breaking it down to, well, if you want it to work. No, I mean, when it comes to buildings, that's not the case. But I couldn't... Okay, there's there's different types of engineering. There's a civil engineer. There's an electrical engineer. There's a chemical engineer. Okay? So a chemical engineer, I don't know shit about chemistry. Right. I mean... Let me rephrase that. I could build a bomb. I could. I took basic <laughs> chemistry, all right? But I don't know how to make a GMO tomato. Okay. Okay? I, I don't know shit about chemistry. Right. When it comes to electrical engineering, I know the basics. I know the entry level. I could I could rewire a house. Yeah. Okay. Based, I could, based I could, off I could, of engineering school. I could go downstairs and look at your box, your... your uh, uh, a fuse box and and tell you how many amps, how many volts, what if if you could run extra things off of it, I could do that. But if you told me I have to design a twelve story building with ten offices in it, fuck no. <laughs> it's it's more complicated. Than right. That. It's yeah. not just a house with ten outlets. Right. Y- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the structural engineer, we take those classes. So yeah. I could definitely so it's, tell it's you this will hold up or that's not safe. Right. It's just a, it's a crash course in, in you know, basically what, what, you, what you need to know in order to design it. Well, so this is the way I like to explain it to the layman. All right. You guys have been to the doctor, right? Yeah. If the doctor tells you you don't have cancer and you do, maybe one person dies. All right. If you go to a lawyer and he says you're not going to go to jail and he's wrong, one guy goes to jail. Right. All right. If an architect designs a building and it collapses, everyone in the building dies. Yeah. Which one of those do you think is more severe? <laughs> yeah. That, yep, I see what you're saying. I see, I see, I'm picking up what you're putting down there. It, it's one of those things so that there, nobody thinks about. I mean, but you don't you don't see that very often, though, right? You don't see bad architecture causing a a, a new building to fall down. Because most architects are fucking smart. Yeah. Yeah. How many dumb architects do you know? Yeah, say stuff well, you're like, the only architect I know. <laughs> stuff like that hasn't really happened since like the like the 30s or 40s. Oh, 60s. There was the bridge with the waves oh, yeah. in Canada. Yeah, that's well, right. I, I, yeah. It, it happens all the time, but it, it's happening less and less because we all learn from our mistakes. Well, and, and when I went into architecture, the dean the dean of the college said, 40% of you will be architects when you graduate. 60% of you will get a job in another field related or somehow using those skills that you mm-hmm. learn. It's a well-rounded education. I know more math than 90% of America. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, if you if you look at what you're doing now uh, and and kind of how you understand things and what what all you understand, it's because of that architecture base. You know what I mean? It, it, it most definitely is. I uh, Computer programming, I learned there. Yeah. Math, I learned there. Customer service, dealing with a client, yeah. I learned there. Yeah. I mean, I learned all of well, it. Well, and you learn, to, in order to learn uh, like a language, a computer language, you kind of have to understand how computers work. You know, that teaches you how they work. You know, they run off 
I, this thing is telling it to do this because of this. My very first computer had 256 megabytes of memory, Dave. <laughs> the whole computer had 256 <laughs> megabytes, and that was a lot. That was the biggest oh, yeah. you could get. Yeah. I still have the processor from that computer. Really? Yeah. Like that big, probably? No, it's this big. It's a square, and it's all gold <laughs> about on the prongs. two inches? Yeah, it's, it's about two inches by two inches. It's it's a it's a what is it a two eighty six DX Pentium processor. What was the uh, what was it clocked at? Like what, how many gigahertz? Oh, hundred and thirty-three. <laughs> now we're at like what four gigahertz? Yeah. 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 We're, we're, yeah well, yeah. This I is mean, this was a hundred and thirty-three gigahertz when I from and I bought no, that it, in high well, school. It wasn't even a gigahertz, probably. Right? Megahertz, maybe. Megahertz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 133 megahertz. <laughs> and so when, when I went to college, it went from 133 to 333. So it tripled in speed. Yeah. Okay? And so now we're at gigahertz instead of megahertz. Just like we're at gigabytes or terabytes instead of megabytes. Yep. Yeah. 256, 256 megabytes? That wouldn't even be enough to run the operating system on my phone. Yeah, well, your phone, well, probably not that phone, but most phones have four and eight gigabytes of this memory. This one's 16. Yeah. So that's, you know, that puts 256 it in megabytes. 1,024 well, megabytes is a gigabyte. Well, yeah, but the computers weren't doing shit, really. They were just running a simple, you know, program. A simple program. Yeah. Which is what they run now. Simple programs. Well, that, well they're complex now. Like, Well, if you look at, like, the, look at the programming that would go into, like, Outlook and Word. There's some high-level fucking programming going on there. Yeah. You know what I All mean? All they're doing is taking the base code and improving certain aspects of it. They're not revamping the whole code. They're not starting from stage one. No, they're they're using they're using the basic code. But I mean, look at all the options. You know what I mean? Oh, or I completely when, get it. When you put something in, it causes this to highlight over here. But if you make a small tweak over here, it takes care of that over here. You know, that's a lot of. I was gonna say, whenever I went to school for programming, I made a calculator just to see if I could, and holy shit, there was so much involved on that. Oh yeah, I bet. Like, I made a chess program. Damn, that wouldn't be fun to me <laughs> making something <laughs> like that because that's a lot of math. What? Well, it's not as much math as you think, but it's artificial intelligence. What? And, and yeah. here's the thing, okay? So instead of a random move, you have to wait moves. What do you mean? Well, okay. So I can make a random move, meaning. I can calculate any move that's possible and say, make that move. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's two lines of code. Or what I could do is say, let's calculate all moves. Is this an option? Let's wait it. If I can take a queen, we're going to do that first. If I can't, oh, I see if I can't take yeah. a queen, can I take a rook? Because it's yeah. the next most valuable so, piece. So is that like just a humongous if-then statement, basically? It's a big loop. Yeah. But what do you think other programs are? Yeah. It's it's a big statement saying we're going to calculate all the moves possible. Okay? 
Which is okay. And we're going to assign each one a number. We're going to assign this move a number. There's 600 moves You're possible. storing variables is what you're doing, right? And then you're reassigning them. Yeah. And you're choosing them based on the value yeah. you place upon it. Yeah, right. Well, and well, then whatever it gets, it gets, whatever value it gets more complicated as you try to – well, and this is basic programming. What if I was trying to think three moves ahead? Yeah. Which I'm sure that I, I wouldn't even know how to program that. I would have well, to do some fucking research. Yeah. Now they they have uh, you know they have I just like literally just watched a thing last night where they had uh, there's some game out there I can't remember what it's called. It's that um, Elon Musk AI thing that mm-hmm. he's doing. What's it called? Something AI. I don't know what it's called. Like global AI or something, but. They, you know, there's like this, uh, there's this game that internet nerds play. I don't play it. Um, but, bunch of nerds. <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, the the game has a bunch of variables. It's like chess on steroids. Sure. Okay, so is it Pente? No, it might be Pente. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Pente is a game where you take stones and you play them. It's very similar to Chinese Go. Oh no, it's more than that. It's more than that. Um, here, I mean, but, but I can I can so, tell you. I studied chess for a, lo- a long time, and, and Blue, one of the computers, the hardest thing to do is to beat a human mind at advanced thinking because we can think so far in advance. Oh, it's called OpenAI, and it's called Dota 2. D-O-T-A 2. Okay. You guys heard of that? Yeah. I have not heard nope. of that. Yeah, it's basically like a complex version of chess. But it's not It's not even chess. It's like a. It's kind of like a... Well, chess arc- has a limited number of moves. Yeah. It, no, this is unlimited. Right. Like and, Go uh, for Chinese. It's beating. They have tournaments. This is like a big deal. And they have tournaments, and they put this fucking AI that they built in it, and it beat them. And they were like, the the, the guys that play this game all the time, they're like, I like playing it. They're like, uh, you know. It's I, a challenge. Yeah. They were like, it'll make me better. Because it's, it's you know, there's no one it's strategy. And there's no, you know, it isn't. There's a million moves, and out of these million moves, if you choose twenty thousand, you know twenty thousand right, it's gonna you're gonna win. It's not that. It's there's infinite amount of moves, and it's based on, you know, you're using chess logic. has a limited number of moves. Yeah, it's it's a sixty four square right rectangle, and there's a limited number of moves. But this is like an open field. Like you're mm-hmm. you're playing with a character. You have characters, and you're shooting right. other people, and you're trying to. Well, while while we're on the chess subject, I've always wondered this, and I'm sure you probably know. What is the significance of the the timer, the the clock that you're hitting after your move? Well, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> so, the clock is a significant tool in the fact that for most of the tournaments that I've ever played, you have one hour for your entire game. Okay. Okay. And most of that. The openings are fairly structured because you want to get to a certain place with your pieces and then after the opening, which is probably the first 10, maybe 11 moves, after the opening is considered the middle game. All right? Mm -hmm. And the middle game is where you start to use that advanced thinking metric where I start to think two to three moves ahead of you. Where are you headed? What is your objective? How can I... How can I deflect and avert that and then still achieve my objective, okay? Okay. And then the end game is probably from move 40 to the end. So from 10 to 40 is the middle game, and from 40 to the end of the game is the end game, 
All right? Okay. And so the clock means that, let's just say, the end game, 60 moves. All right? Let's say that the game has to be over in 60 moves. It doesn't. It could be over in 100 moves. But the fact of the matter is, if it's a 60-move game, you have a minute to move. You have one minute to think. Okay. Okay, if I give you three days, you're liable to come up with a better solution. Right, right. But if I give you one minute, all of a sudden, okay, and so I've seen people that have 30 seconds, and they just make a move and click, 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 and they've stalled out and stalled out, and they can sometimes get a draw and maybe win. But time pressure is killer. It's, you're in the, you're in the, let's say that you're in the WWF championship fucking cage match. (laughs) And and they put a timer on you. And they say you've got 15 minutes to win. Oh yeah, that's there are timers in wrestling. But, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> but, but so but seriously, all of a sudden on television they say you got 15 minutes to win, and and they don't realize that it's scripted. Okay, uh, they don't realize they don't realize that there's a decided winner before the match starts, and maybe it's not let's say scripted. Okay. Okay. But there's a decided winner and a decided loser, and you can change things up a little bit. All right. Well, but that's exactly what wrestling is. Let's say they tell you before the match starts that you've got an hour. All right, and then when you walk out, they say you've got five minutes. That happens. That does. does happen. What do you do? What's the difference? What's the difference in your strategy? You start taking shit out. You just you just change it as you go. Okay, okay. I think do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like your whole strategy is like, okay, I used to have an hour, and now I've got five minutes. My whole focus, my whole thinking, my whole thought process is completely different. Right. Okay. So that's what the timer does. And, and uh, most competitive tournaments, it's uh, 60 minutes for both players. I had assumed that maybe like if the match came to a stalemate or something, whoever had the most time. No, if your time runs out, you automatically lose. Oh, okay. okay. So you could. So you have. The clocks. other guy could have a king and nothing else, and if your time runs out, he wins. Okay. So he could be so behind. So you have and, to finish the game within that time. You have to. You have to either win or lose it. You cannot win the game if you run out of time. A win. It, it, it's a literal impossibility. If you run out of time, you automatically lose. Whether you're ahead, in possession, in pieces. If he has more time than you and you run out, okay. he wins. Yeah. I didn't know that. So it's, it's an extra element in the battle. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm going to use my time against you. I have 60 minutes. I have 45 minutes and you've got a minute. All right. <laughs> I'll stall. Yeah. I'll make stalling moves. Right. You're going to you're gonna make him use up his time. That's right. Another, that's just another tool. That's kind of um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who would have think we would we would have got educated on chess today? That's, that is very interesting stuff. I mean, um, you know, you're in a workout. You're, you're trying to stall me out. You're trying to, this guy's going to quit. Here, we're going to do this. We're going to make him quit. And, and that's literally what it is. Yeah. It's literally you're just putting off time going, I can do this for 10 hours. I can do 500 free squats, and I know this guy can't, so we're going to do that. Oh, yeah. And that's literally, that's what it is. You're, you're stalling for time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. 
I could not do 500 free squats. This man told me about that. <laughs> I could probably do 50, and that's that's I, about I, it. I but you, about you guys how, could do that, I told and, and them that's about right. How we worked our way up to 500 oh, free squats shit. before we came to <laughs> came to wrestling. For nothing. Training. Yeah. <laughs> For nothing. I mean, but so so you guys could do that, or, or at least more so than me. And and at this point, you're just stalling. You're going, ah, boys. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're just, you're just looking over at this guy going, ah, you breathing heavy, fucking chump? But that, it's not a competition with two weights, but yeah, I get the... But, no, but yeah. you, you get where I'm if coming from. If it were a competition, yeah. Right, you're looking over at this guy going, ah, what a sucker. <laughs> I, I, have, uh, I have one thing on my list, and I, I saved it for last because I think that this is what people would be most interested in, and, and it's, what is it like being Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> Oh God! And then this will be the last one. We're at about an hour now, so we're going to run a little over. So, but no, I, I look a lot like him, and, and uh, almost identical. Um, my girlfriend worked in in Hollywood. Um, she interviewed celebrities. She's got pictures of her in like yeah. Kim, she showed them to Kim me. Kardashian's bedrooms. Got her pictures oh, of like Will Smith. She literally she worked for Access Hollywood and E. Yeah. So she interviewed A wow. list celebrities. And she actually interviewed Zach, and she said that I'm taller. And, and currently, right now, apparently, I'm I'm fatter. But um, it is, it's really cool for a month. And I mean, like, super cool. You can't when did, wait well, to what, go outside for like a month. Well, what, was there a point in time where you started looking like him, or have you always, or he got popular and everybody just started putting two together, or you just like? One day you woke up and you're like, holy fucking shit, I look like Zach Galifianakis. I, I think what happened is he got popular. I, I, I've always, I'm sorry about my face, but it's pretty much always what I've looked like. So, <laughs> but uh, with, with a clean shave and, you know, a, I, you know a, a shaved head, you probably wouldn't look like Zach Galifianakis uh, as well. Not, not really true, because if, if you look at his, his movie career, like The Hangover, he's had a shaved head. He's been clean That's shaven. That's true. He's, he's had a bunch of movie roles. I think what happened is one day... He got popular, and everyone said, "You look just like him." And it—it's it, just my face. I—I don't—I didn't do anything. I don't try to look like him. I just wake up, and that's what I look like. You know, like I said, I'm—I'm I'm sorry about my face. That's well, just—you you said it was cool for a month. Why? What? Like, what kind cool of stuff? For a month. What kind of stuff do you go through? Like, what well, is it? So, so for a month, I would—I was super, super stoked. I would go to the club, and there was. A bunch of people buying me drinks and, you know, just like girls <laughs> throwing themselves at me. And it was it was amazing. Like, just, you're just ecstatic. And then two months later, you go to the grocery store to buy a loaf of bread and the cashier wants you to sign an autograph. And you just want a loaf of bread. <laughs> Can I just go home? I, here's my 95 cents. I want a loaf of bread. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to wear a mask. <laughs> and so I, I completely get what it would be like if you had kids or a personal life or you were scrupulously uh, followed by paparazzi. I completely understand that now. And it gives me a a very good picture of just how annoying it could be. Well, I mean, you know, do you ever, uh, do you ever like take advantage of that? You know, like you said, you, you, you would go out to the bar and get your drinks. You know, have you ever, like, it's been, been like, It's been a long time since I've done that. Like, man, I, I want a drink, but I just don't feel like paying for it. I, I'm going to go to this bar. <laughs> Most of the time, I send my girlfriend to the store. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. 
Like, because I've never, I've never actually, I don't think I've ever been out like in public where somebody would be like, except to the gym, I guess, you know. Right. But nobody said anything that time. No. I mean, I, I and and once again, I, I have longer hair right now. If I cut my hair short, I mean, I sent you the picture the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You've seen it. You were there when it happened. The uh, picture where I remoted into that requester's PC. Oh, yeah. And they were like, proof, Zach Galifianakis works at the help desk. But if I do this and I look, I look a whole bunch fucking like him. I really fucking do. But if you know me, you just, you don't see it. Right. I guess... When I when I, I remember when I first started working with you, I'd walk. I the first time I walked in, I was like, "Holy shit, that guy looks like Zach Galifianakis." <laughs> I, you know, I, like I said that to myself, and every time I'd walk out, I'd be looking at it, at you, going, "Dude, that guy looks exactly like Zach Galifianakis." <laughs> After you get to know me, that wears off, but it, yeah. it's it's different I, I when even, you go out in public. Well, yeah, now that I know you, I don't see like. I can kind of see it, but it's not like it was when I first right. started. Did you? Did you? When you started working? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Like you? Did you have to double take the first time you saw him? Well, no, because you'd already told me. Oh, so I was <laughs> like, okay, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the very first day that I came into the job, Destiny interviewed me, and she took me back to the not Kathy's office or, or Michelle's office, but the the room right next to it, the moss right. room. She took me back there. When I walked in. Literally, the whole office stopped and went like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're used to it, though. You probably knew exactly why the when, hell they were. When looking I at walk, you. it happens everywhere I go, and you get used to it. It doesn't make it better or easier, but you just—I mean, my girlfriend will start pointing out, "Hey, they're staring at you. <laughs> they're, they're giving you the look," and it's like, "All right, we we both know what happens." We, we would go uh, specifically. Uh, she was working for Welcome to Sweetie Pies as a TV producer, and Welcome to Sweetie Pies is on the Oprah Winfrey Network, and they were having a celebration dinner for the cast, and so we went to Sub Zero in the Central West End. We walked. We didn't even make it to the door of Sub Zero after we got out of the car, and some girl was falling all over me, like throwing herself at me. Her boyfriend was as close to me as Dave was. <laughs> oh, man. And he was egging her on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like he was saying, yeah. Yeah! That's exactly what he was doing. <laughs> and my girlfriend is standing right here. Like, literally four inches next to me. And she's going, all right, well, I hope you guys have a good night. We're trying to go inside now. Thanks. And, and just... <laughs> it, it's a disaster because I didn't it's not like I'm asking for this right. I just I walk in and because my stupid face looks like that it's <laughs> I'm sorry about my face that's how it looks yeah I, I like I think my problem with that would be I wouldn't realize that's what it was but I get over time you would but yeah you know because when people look at me that way I'm like what the fuck do they why the fuck are people looking at me yeah you know you, what I mean your your immediate reaction is they trying to take something on yeah. me? Must have big arms. Yeah. No, that's not it at all. I'm usually like, why? What the fuck happened? Yep. Is there something going on here? With me, I'm just used to it. I'm like, ah. Yeah. So, just, so you're you're conscious of it wherever you go. Girls that have no business talking to me. That that literally like, <laughs> I'm on a level here, and they're like a sixty. 
Yeah. And I'm on like a five. And they're coming up like, hey, what are, what are you doing? No, I'm not that guy. And, and the, more, the more you deny it, the harder they try. Have you, have your, you know... Oh, I've used that to my advantage. <laughs> have you? You've been like, I, I am Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I've used it to my advantage too. <laughs> we'll say that. Oh, that is terrific. We'll, we'll say that. There's, there's been a few times in between girlfriends where, yes, I've used that to my advantage, and I don't regret it at all. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to incriminate you or anything, but that is a good piece of, piece of know-how there. Oh man. But I mean, uh, but any other guy would do the same thing. That's true. Oh, yeah. I'd probably abuse it. Man, can you imagine hitting up the east side with Chuck? Oh, shit. Oh, that'd be... That's, you know, I, I gonna think hit, I have a t-shirt we'll signed just, by a bunch of them in, my, in the back of my car. We're going we're gonna to talk about that off the air because I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> but uh, the, the last time I was there was, at, I don't know, five, six years ago. I have a t-shirt in the back of my car. It's literally signed by a bunch of the girls that work there. A bunch of working girls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, uh, I was the, lo- the announcer said, "Hey, Zach's here. Come on up." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrific. Get to pick the music from the well, DJ, I, you know. And I believe I've uh, I've ran that past you a couple times, but we've just been in a situation where, you know, just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I'm just too old for that shit. I mean, in all reality, I'm not 22 anymore. When did, it'd be nice well, to be 22 again, but when did when did uh, like how long? I guess it's probably been 10 years since Zach Galifianakis has been like. Well, when did The Hangover come out? That's when he got really popular. He was actually a comedian before that. It's yeah. it's probably been since about 2007. When this started happening. When he's you. when his comedian started getting him to like movies. Do you have any desire to ever meet him? Have a conversation with him? I met him. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Really? What? what? Him and Will Ferrell. Really? For the campaign. Uh, so I met them down by Ballpark Village. And my best friend lives in Seattle. And Was it like looking in a mirror? No. So I went down there and met him. <laughs> and we, we talked for a little bit. Pictures, whatnot. Um, so then my, my best friend lived in Seattle and he was going through a divorce. And his friends contacted me and said, hey, you've got to come to Seattle. You're the birthday present. Because we literally met in like seventh grade and we've been best friends since. Mm-hmm. Went to college together. Sure. Lived in the dorms, lived off campus, yeah. all the way through college, okay? Mm-hmm. So he got married, got divorced, and uh, another one of my buddies from high school said, Hey, you've got to come up here. You're the birthday present. So I went up there, which just so happened that the week I went up there, was the week after they were here. So I went to see him here downtown and they were doing the tour for the campaign. And it was Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. And we need to hear about And so I we I need to hear about the interaction. So it, it was literally just shaking hands and did, taking did, pictures. Did he did he said he, you look familiar? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and so then yeah. Like he was joking like holy shit you look like me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've got pictures. And then I, I went to see my buddy, Jason, in Seattle. And unbeknownst to me, their next stop on the tour after St. Louis was Seattle. So <laughs> they fucking followed me up there. And it, it just so happened that Jason had gotten us tickets to uh, a, a concert in Seattle. So it was it was like a 
like a, a concert for their downtown where they blocked off a couple couple sure. city blocks and you just walk around. Well, the beer garden, there was a gigantic line. And Jason came up with this fantastic plan. He said, Chuck, you go up over there and I'll get us beers. And sure as shit, it worked to fucking fantastic. Like <laughs> I, I, I literally walked were, up here to the line and the whole line for the beer went over here to me and Jason got beers. Like everybody was like an end around. <laughs> It's like an end around. Like, hey, we're gonna sneak this in here. Like you were the you were the decoy. I was, and everybody fell for it. Fucking. Were you like, yeah, I'm Zach Galifianakis? I, I tried to meet them again in Seattle, but it was literally the line wrapped around six blocks, and we were like, fuck a bunch of that. Oh damn. Huh. That's that's kind of crazy, man. That that would be a hell of a. Since you just got your Instagram, that would be a hell of a. No. Hell of I'm, an Instagram I'm, post. I'm good. I'm not trying to get famous. <laughs> pictures, pictures like that tend to get viral. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Speaking of that, we're gonna have to get it. We're gonna have to get a, in order to advertise this. We're gonna have to get a picture together in order uh, to. Well, you get a couple of ferns, and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, we're at about an hour, hour twelve minutes. I mean, we could probably keep going, but we'll keep a little in the tank. Yeah, this is a good one. Well, you know, Siri, uh, go ahead and remind me to dominate everything today. That'd be great. <laughs> Siri doesn't work like that on the on the uh, on the Mac OS. <laughs> well, if I had an iPhone, I'd know how Siri works. Yeah, exactly. But no, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It was uh, it's really interesting to hear your story, and I yeah. hope that uh, you only well, heard like a third of it. But yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope the folks at home enjoyed it as well, and. I guess we'll call it there. Yeah, let's do it. So, All right. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for being on, and uh, thanks for flying with Limitless One.